we can step back and zoom out just a little, we see that there is something so much more bigger than us as individuals that we are here to do. And when I learned this, it totally blew my mind and it made it made my journey even more important because with the journey I'm on and in my own healing, but also my ability to help other women, we're not only healing ourselves, but we're healing past generations and we're healing the future generations. Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lianne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. And, you know, I do say it all the time, but it is important that I say that this episode could change your life. And if you've been following along, you've got the theme of this podcast is that people are making shifts in their lives. I speak to people who are making the shift and doing it in a fully aligned way, following their soul's purpose. And this week's guest is absolutely doing that. I am so excited to introduce you to Ashley McIsaac Butler. And I've had the privilege of being in Ashley's world just only for this year. And yet we've connected on such a soul level in that we both know we came here for more, right? We've listened, we've felt the whispers and finally have started to make some serious shifts in our lives to be living a more fulfilled life. So Ashley is the creator of the Soul Assessment Essence Membership, which she just launched this year. She is an intuitive guide, international speaker, and a published author. Ashley serves high-achieving women and entrepreneurs, guiding them to awaken to their full, soul-aligned potential by tapping into their superpower, their intuition, and using it to transform their life in a way that feels super aligned. She helps women break free from that masculine energy of doing all the things, controlling, forcing, and pushing above all else to succeed by disrupting the patterns and creating space to receive the freedom and flow in our lives that we are actually all searching for. Ashley channels through the essence of the universe, a collection of star seeds, angels, and spiritual guides to co-create and facilitate her clients to achieve quantum transformation. I cannot tell you that being in the presence with Ashley for two of her cacao ceremonies, wait, three, three of her cacao ceremonies this year, it is a full body transformation. And so this conversation is going to enlighten you and get you to tap back into who you really are and what you came here for. And as I said, her Soul Essence membership just launched this fall, and I will be putting all of Ashley's contact information in the show notes. But enough of me. I just hope that you have that nice, warm cup of java, and let's get started. 
Welcome, Ashley, to the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. How are you this morning? I am beautiful. How are you? I know you are. Thank you so much, so much for being here. I'm great, too, because I know uh, this conversation is going to be really, really magical. I love to share with the listeners sort of how I have met my guests. And I just, again, I think the universe puts people in our path um, that we need. And so my dear friend, Jen, who has also been on the podcast, um, she introduced us and I've now been to two of your beautiful cacao ceremonies. And I just want you to tell us a little bit about yourself and where you are in the world and sort of what you do now. And we'll get into the background of where, why you're where you are. Amazing. Thank you, Lianne. It's so great to be here. I'm so grateful for the universe bringing us together in connection. Um, I am Ashley. I am a intuitive guide, channeler, women's circle facilitator. Uh, I'm also a published author and speaker and wear many hats, um, as I'm sure many of your listeners do as well. Um, I am in Ottawa, Canada, um, originally from the East Coast of Canada, so uh, the maritime. So I often say, I live in Ottawa, but my heart is really on the ocean uh, in Cape Breton. And um, yeah, so I now call Ottawa uh, home. I'm here with my husband and my seven-year-old son and our puppy. Yes, and I am so grateful that you're here in the city because um, even though I have amazing tribe of women around me um, online, it is, I'm not going to say difficult, but given the journey that I'm personally on and a lot of my listeners know, it is not hard to find the tribe in person because they're there. It's just um, a little bit more challenging, I guess, to get the people that you jive with. And I know in both of the times that we've met in person, it's been magical. Um, But I'm really wanting to start something new on the podcast. And I thought, well, Ashley's usually a pretty good sport and she'll, she'll want to do this. So (laughs) I'm like, I have like three or four questions, just rapid fire, which have nothing to do with anything, but I'm like, this is kind of cool. and would be great for people to get to know you a little bit better. So if you're up for that, it's only three or four questions. All right. Um, okay. So what is your favorite kind of ice cream? My favorite kind of ice cream. Ooh, I would say chocolate chip mint. Oh, see? I knew this was, this was meant to be. It's my favorite too. Oh, it's so fun. Um, favorite genre of music? Oh, wow. This is a big one. Um, I like all music. I would have to say probably acoustic. Mm, okay. Acoustic covers. Ooh. Probably. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and other than where your heart is and home in the, on the East Coast, where else in the world um, sort of feels like home to you, other than Ottawa? I would say when we visited Scotland, uh, it felt very much like Cape Breton Island. It was, yeah, very, very similar, very 
the scenery was the same, the people were very similar, and I would say I felt most at home uh, traveling and visiting Scotland. Beautiful. Yes, I've only been, oh, have I even been? I think I just touched on Scotland, but that was many, many years ago. That's another trip, you know, and one of those things. There's lots of time to get all the things done. Okay, wonderful. Thank you for that. So let's talk about how you ended up, not like physically where you are, like mentally being an intuitive guide, um, the journey that you went on to get here sort of talk about your spiritual awakening, I guess, is where I'm going with that. Because I love listening to these stories. Yeah, this probably dates back to right around the time my son was born, um, seven years ago. I approached it out of a sense of curiosity. And I was looking for clarity in my life. Like I just had this inner knowing or this nudge that there was something beyond what I was doing and living. And for anyone who knew me kind of before my spiritual journey opened up would know that I was the furthest thing from woo-woo. Like I was very corporate career driven, you know, no one was going to call me weird or woo-woo. And so I really kind of kept this to myself, this personal journey I was on and I began reading books and listening to podcasts and trying to start my own, uh, listening to podcasts and meditations, and then trying to start my own meditation practice. And I would start and I would stop and I would start and I would stop because I, I'm a perfectionist. So I, I thought there was only one way to do these things. And when I wasn't getting quote unquote, the results that you know, the gurus were saying, this is how you should feel. And this is what you should see and do. And I stopped because I was like, I must be doing this wrong. And now I I realized that there is no wrong way. There's only your way of doing things. And so I, I just continued to follow, I guess, the breadcrumbs that the universe was putting in front of me. I remember uh, back in 2018, maybe I was guided to see this healer. And she told me during my first session that I was a healer and a channeler. And I kind of, I laughed it off and I'm like, no, no, I don't do those things. I'm not, I'm not a channeler. That's too far out there for me. I'm not a healer. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you'll, you will go on and you will channel, you you have the ability to channel Palladian starseed energy. And I was like, who are the Palladians? I have no idea what you're talking about. And fast forward a few years later, and now um, I'm an Akashic Record channeler and the Palladian starseeds is where our Akashic Records are housed. So in fact, I am channeling the Palladian starseed Mm -hmm. as part of um, the entities that I channel. Amazing. And ironically, or not, um, when we met uh, at the cacao ceremony, I picked, I pulled a card for the Palladians, and that had been the second one that I have pulled as well. Um, and I also was drawn to um, another intuitive, all about the Akashic Records. So again, just following those breadcrumbs, right, and being curious about about things. Um, but I liked what you said when you're like, you were corporate, you were perfectionist and you didn't want to be the, you know, nobody was going to call you weird. And so I think this is something that I've discovered after speaking to many women is that that is 
there's something in that where they're then being drawn. Was there something that occurred within your corporate life um, and that sense of needing to be perfect that triggered this pull towards going and speaking with this woman? Was there a specific incident? There wasn't a specific incident, but I think it was just, you know, a bunch of little things that happened that kind of lined things up. Um, in in 20, I would say probably 2016, 2017, um, how I got into this entrepreneurial journey is a friend introduced me to a network marketing company. And at first I was like, I don't have time for this. I'm a new mom. I'm working a full-time job. Where would I fit this in? But I was curious. And so I thought, well, let, let me try this out. And I now know it was the universe's way of getting me in the door of entrepreneurship because I was so blinders on in my corporate job because I think it goes back to how we are conditioned by society, right? We are conditioned to grow up, graduate high school, go to, you know, post-secondary education, get a job, get married, have a family, do that job until you retire, and then maybe enjoy retirement and die. Like, really, that's what I thought life was supposed to be like. And I didn't know any any other way, because that is how I was conditioned to be. And there was a point in my you know, career in my life, even that I was like, wow, there must be a different way. There has to be a different way. Like, I don't want to work this job until I'm 65. I'm only 25 at the time, you know? So, so I, I, I kept, I kept putting the seeds in and then the universe just kept responding to me with putting people and situations along my path of discovery. And so I joined this network marketing company and I did it for a while and I, I loved the products and I love meeting people, but it was very, um, you must do it this way in order to succeed. So it was very much feeding into that masculine way, that masculine energy culture, which I now know is, was really a opposite to what I wanted to feel. It's opposite to, to your soul is what, and I have nothing against network marketing companies. I still use products and I love them. But for me, I remember um, my first very, very clear download from my spiritual team came when I was standing in my kitchen one evening doing dishes and I was questioning, what am I doing? I'm doing all the things right but I'm not yielding the quote unquote success that everyone tells me I'm supposed to get with this, this business. And this very, very clear download came in and I'll never forget it. And it, they said to me, you are out of alignment with this way of doing things. You are here for more. Mm. And at first I was like, where the hell did that come from? And what does that mean? What do you want me to do? And so in that moment in my kitchen with my dish towel in my hand, I said, okay, I surrender. Tell me what it is. How do you want me to serve? And as soon as I said that or, or gave them that intention, then the floodgates opened. Mm -hmm. And then I started being able to, you know, channel inside my own Akashic records, which I had no idea I was doing at the time. 
Um, my meditations were deeper. People were coming into my life, mentors and teachers for me to guide me along this way. And, um, and that's really how I got into this, the whole spiritual side of things. I was a, I was a healer all along, even yes, my mentor uh, told me this, but it was almost like it was a reawakening and a remembering of something my soul has already known and has done in past lives. Mm. I, I just feel all of that because I too, same thing. And it actually happened a lot of when in 2013, when I was pregnant with my youngest, where I remember saying, there's got to be something more. Like it was the same, like, this isn't like the job is not fulfilling. The job is very masculine. It's the same, everything that you described. And I tried, I've tried network marketing it as well. And there was a lot of resistance. And I, I think that's where we get stuck in the resistance and don't just surrender and you don't have to hit the rock bottom right it's not about that but it's about listening to what your soul wants and people are going to go well what does that even mean and maybe you can it's different for everyone I know but for you the feeling when you finally surrendered what what did that feel in your body when I finally surrendered it felt very light. Like it just felt very light in my body. Um, it also still bought, brought a bit of confusion and a lot of doubt because I'm human. And so my logical mind wanted to take over because there was a lot of unknowns with this surrender. I mean, when you surrender, you're ultimately surrendering to whatever is right? You don't know what that is. I still don't know what it is. I have to surrender every day to different things. And it's still, I wouldn't say terrifying. That's a really strong word, but it's still scary because I don't have a crystal ball, even though I I can channel and I'm, and I am a healer um, and I can tap into higher consciousness energy. I still don't have a crystal ball for my future Mm -hmm. because Part of the magic of being a human being is we have this free will to decide what it is we want to do. And we have guides ultimately are guiding us in the direction that our soul is calling us to. But at the end of the day, we have that free will to say yes or no or not right now. The universe, our, our spiritual team is just waiting on us to give them the green light or not. They, everything is already set there because we intentionally or unintentionally are setting goals and manifestations all the time. And we just have to then get to that energetic vibration to receive it in. Mm, Yes. I, I think that's, it's all about allowing and receiving. And I found for me, it was being where I am right. Not always wishing I was somewhere else and, Mm -hmm. and just sort of soaking into the present moment. And that's when I felt the resistance just float away. Right. When you're like, when you can just be where you are in the now moment and being more aware, then you see the breadcrumbs, as you say. So what, what are the Akashic records? Let's dive into that for a second. Cause I don't, 
know if many, many listeners may, because I've had uh, a couple friends on that, that have spoken of them, but not really gone into depth. So maybe we can touch on that and then how either do we need a, you or someone like you to help us get there? Or is that something that we as human beings can do on our own? I love this question. Um, the Akashic Records. So because we are human, we have a soul. And because we have a soul, we have an Akashic Records. So every single human being on earth has Akashic Records. And Akashic Records, think of them as a metaphysical library. Um, all of the um, emotions and experiences that your soul has experienced in this life, past lives, and future possibilities. So it's everything your soul has experienced, which is limitless. If you've been, you know, had many lifetimes, as I have had, um, and I'm sure you've had, Leanne, because you wouldn't be on this journey if you didn't have a lot of lifetimes before this. And Think of them as that. They are this library and we all have access to them, every single one of us, because we are all intuitive. And so we do all ha- have the ability to access them. So it's not you don't need to be a psychic or a witch or a medium to access your own Akashic Records. It's it's really, um, it's available to you to access. Now, some people... Um, can access them easier than others. Like I can tap in and access them. And some people find it a little bit harder because we also, we t- you talked about the resistance. We also put up a resistance to connecting in and accessing them. And so a lot of clients come to me when they're looking for clarity and guidance, clarity if they're on the right path, making the same dis- right decision, and um, and just really wanting some guidance that they cannot, there's a block there for them to access it. And so they'll come to me for um, to help clear those blocks away and any of those limiting beliefs, um, stagnant energy that keeps us stuck to be able to then access the records, to give them those messages of clarity, confirmation. And um, I actually wrote an article in a magazine called The Next Level Psychic on the steps to take to access your Akashic records. And so there's a step-by-step way of doing it. And it really just takes practice, surrender, and then trusting what is coming through is meant for you in that moment. Mm. Yeah. What is meant for you. I love that because it's at that moment, right? It's, it's what is the next best step. It's not everything like we we've talked about is there's things that happen and we so take for granted or we don't understand. And then when you look back, you can connect the dots, right? But it's the next step that's going to lead you to the next step. It's like those like those frogs jumping on the lily pads around where it's like, you just got to get to the next one and then the next one will be shown to you. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it is like that. And you will not receive all of the information that is in your Akashic records because it is infinite Mm -hmm. and 
your nervous system wouldn't be able to handle it, right? So you're, you will be guided to what you need to know in that moment that is going to impact you and be for your highest and greatest good for that time. Um, I like what you were talking about where, you know, there's this energy that's blocked um, sometimes when people are coming to you and when people come to you and ask you for that help, for that guidance, is it sort of that feeling that, that probably you and I both experience where that do they already, are they already feeling that there's something more or frustration or I need to make a shift? Like, what is it that you see where people are in their current 3D life that's triggering this? Yeah, I would say most often people are at a crossroads and similar to a crossroads I was at, or maybe a crossroads that you were at when you, you got into this work, right? Like there is this, it's, it is your inner guide, your intuition, your soul communicating to you that just wait, there's something more here. And so I work predominantly with women. So women will come to me um, who very much want to break free from that patriarchal way of doing things, right? They know that there's something more and society is so driven by this masculine way of doing things, forcing and pushing and hitting goals and all of that stuff. And collectively, the energy is shifting. So people are getting awakening to this more feminine energy. And we do need both, but the feminine energy is this softer energy. It's the nurturing side of us, but it's the, I just want to breathe. Like there must be like, it's that concept of, you know, work smarter, not harder. Like people don't want to be working 60, 80 hours a week anymore. Like how do I balance this out? And we do need the masculine and the feminine energy to be balanced but what that looks like in a regular day is when you you can tap into your intuition. And again, everyone has the ability to do this and seek the guidance about like, where is my soul calling me to today? And then listening to what messages come in and then taking that inspired action to do the thing that your soul is calling you to do. That's when you have a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And that's really, it's it's the masculine and feminine energy in the divine, as opposed to that toxic masculinity and that toxic femininity that we have too. So there's two very different ways of experiencing both masculine and feminine energies. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, what's your feelings on the fact, like, that you've seen this shift? And I, I don't know when, but I feel that it really, really happened at 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this, I'm done with this crazy hustle grind, women leaving the workforce, returning home but still Mm -hmm. like the more nurturing feminine I that that you've just spoke about like the shift is happening it really is and there's a lot of opinions about COVID that's irrelevant but it definitely was a big thing for uh, a lot of you know for the collective really is that 
what you've seen as well. Yeah, I think that the shift had started pre-COVID, but I think the awakening has really took off during COVID because there was just such a shift in the way we are doing things, right? There was a shift to be more go inward because we all had to stay home, right? So it it, it forced us to go inward. There was really no place to hide within our personal um, development. And I say personal development and from there, spiritual development, like it was really like you really needed to lean in. And there, that period of time was a period of time to decide, do I want to continue living life this way? Or is there something more? Is there an uh, easier way of doing things? Mm-hmm. And then there is, but the messy middle is in there. And so where the work that I do with women is helping them navigate through that messy middle because they know where they want to go, but they're not quite sure what do I need to do to get there. And so I help guide them. I don't tell them. I walk alongside them as their guide Mm. to uncover what it means to tap into your intuition. How do you actually listen to um, the voices or the the knowing um, because we are still living in a very chaotic world um, where there's energy everywhere and because we are energetic beings we are constantly open to absorbing all of the energy that's coming at us and of course we can't see it it's just there and without knowing we're almost like these open vessels right of just taking in everybody and everything's like crap right it's not necessarily all good stuff it's just like you know it's reflections of from people and just all of it and and then what happens if we continue to be an open vessel and receive all of this information all of this energy, be it good or bad, is it then messes with your energetic body, right? So then you start to feel, so then it will start to manifest physically into, you know, exhaustion, overwhelm, stress, um, overstretch, like you just, you know, you're feeling sluggish, you're getting sick, like all of these things are, um, energy like how should I say it like unbalanced energy manifesting in a physical form right and so it's very very important to make sure that just as well as we take care of our physical body we also need to take care of our energetic body and to make sure that that energetic line that's running that's directly connected to divine is cleared to be able to work in harmony with the physical mind as well. Mm, Yes. And that's what I love about your cacao ceremonies where you're doing the chakra, which is that energetic line, right? Clearing that. Uh, And maybe we can touch on that just for a minute about how 
within the body, there's meridians, but there's chakras and how that affects every part of our being as far as like reproductive organs, our digestion, our ability to speak our truth, creativity. Maybe you can just touch on that quickly. If I don't know how quickly you can do that, but, <laughs> and just how, when we get that energy is stuck or isn't moving that that's where the blocks come from. Yeah. So the energetic uh, body, we have um, chakras that line up from our root, which is at the base of our spine and goes all the way up our, the midline of our body up to the crown of our head, which is our crown chakra. Um, so we have root, sacral, solar plex, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. And these chakras are part of our spiritual energetic body. And we have these as soon as we, you know, from the beginning of our time. And they are developed. So there's science behind the development of the chakras. And they are developed at certain stages as we grow. So it takes about 18 years for the chakra system to develop fully. And so we'll, it starts with the root and the root is like newborn to, you know, a few, like a few months, and then it goes up from there. And if as ch- this is why there's such a big impact on childhood development as well, because as children, if our chakras aren't fully developed and expressed, then as adults, this is where we now need to do our healing and our unlearning to balance them out and, and just make sure that they're developed properly. And so, as I said, 18 years to develop your entire chakra system. And the chakra system is related to physical, emotional, spiritual. And so um, that's why it's so important to make sure that that energetic side of you, of you is fully developed, fully balanced. So then you can live out this, this most aligned life of what you're here to do. Mm. Yeah. And it's again, like you at the beginning, right? Where we're so conditioned and I know that, so your son's seven, my youngest is nine. They came in on different templates, like, uh, Maxim is completely different than his older brother and I was at a different part of my journey as well and so I see being able he's very different is very spiritual I'm going to say that in quotes because he's only nine but he definitely asks deeper questions he asks different questions and it's like he sees things differently and I'm okay with that like He's, he definitely just thinks differently and it's so refreshing and encouraging that, right? So looking at our kids, at what point, like with this new generation that, that, that are coming in onto the planet, as parents who maybe aren't on the journey yet, what kind of things do you think that they're going to see? Like what kind of is there going to be a lot of uh, resistance with the children or is there going to be just more battles because the parents aren't understanding? And how is this next generation that are coming in and bringing the new energy? What are they going to be facing? 
Oh, that's such a good question. And such an important question, because you're right, this next generation of light workers that are coming in already bring the light, they have the light. Um, I remember, I have a friend who's a psychic medium. And she said to me with my son specifically, she's like, he came in with no karmic debt. He is pure light. He is from the stars. Like he is literally the shining light for this planet. And so our generation as light workers and healers, our job is to help heal the planet, help people do that unlearning. Because when, when we are healing ourselves and we're learning and growing and expanding, we're the disruptors of this generation. And what is so beautiful about that is when we disrupt and unlearn these patterns that society has put on us because of our upbringing, who we surrounded ourselves with, the media we consume, like all of those things play contributing factors into our beliefs and the way we view the world. And when we can step back and zoom out just a little, we see that there is something so much more bigger than us as individuals that we are here to do. And when I learned this, it totally blew my mind and it made it made my journey even more important because with the journey I'm on and in my own healing, but also my ability to help other women, we're not only healing ourselves, but we're healing past generations and we're healing the future generations. So we are healing and disrupting patterns now. So our kids don't need to do that work. So now that they are earth side, this work will be done. They will be able then just to shine their light that much brighter because we, the disruptors now have healed and disrupted and unlearned those patterns and that are that generations of women and, and our ancestors to this point in time couldn't do. Right. So we just by having this conversation today, we've already taken so many more steps than our mothers could, our grandmothers, our great grandmothers. And they're there cheering us on because they're so excited that we got to this point, because what this is going to do is it's going to impact and help our kids and their kids, because we were the disruptors. We were the ones that said, no, we're going to heal this world and bring this light forward even brighter. Oh, I cannot tell you the energy right now. Like I, my full body tingles because I just, I had a download the other day after my meditation where I just free journal. And it was like, and I'm going to get emotional because it's like, it's time to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're doing the work, we're doing it. And it doesn't need to be hard. We don't need to go back and relive like traumas that our ancestors had faced. We just need to have the intention mm-hmm. that 
there is there is a lighter way there is more aligned way because this life isn't supposed to be difficult because we're human and we have free will we are the ones that make it difficult it doesn't have to be this way at all it can be freeing it can be light because every single one of us has a guide we have a higher self and our higher selves is the highest consciousness being of who you are full of light and love and so I'm co-creating this life with my highest self and I have my guides as my team and I co-create everything with them everything I do every Every time I show up to do a podcast interview, to write a post for social media, to communicate with my community, to do a cacao set, anything I do, I drop in and I co-create it with my spiritual team. So they are the ones that guide me to say yes to a podcast interview or to do a cacao ceremony on a specific beach at a specific time. Like they're very particular. And so I just follow because I know that there's a reason for it. And whether one person shows up or 50 people show up, it doesn't matter because the energy that's created in gatherings like that or in any of the work that I do, anything I'm speaking, it doesn't matter if there's one person or a hundred people. It's the energy that I can carry and emanate out That's the energy that's raising the collective vibration. And that's the energy that's ultimately healing the planet. Oh, yeah. And it's the ripple effect. Like you said, it doesn't matter if it's one or if it's a hundred or if it's a hundred thousand, but it's rippling. And that's the thing is it's helping one person or seeing one person in that light of love when another time you might not have, where it's like sending them that energy that you may not see the difference right off the bat. They might not feel it. They might not see it, but it is affecting them regardless. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I think like this conversation is just so needed and I'm so appreciate you so much for sort of coming out as and following all of this, but what is the most shocking and I don't, not saying shocking in an uh way, but like, that you've learned about yourself in this journey? I think the most shocking, not even shocking, I know the word. um, The biggest thing I learned is what happens when I trust. Mm. Because at the beginning of my journey, I wanted to control everything. I still, I wanted to be spiritual, but I wanted to control it. And it was really, really hard to let go of that, like a type personality, that perfectionism, like, I'm like a Virgo moon, Virgo sun. So I am like, you know, Virgo's a perfectionist, but when you have sun and moon in the same sign, it's like, I am, you know, there. And that's why there was a lot of resistance with me, quote unquote, coming out of the spiritual closet, because I'm I came into this world, I'll never forget, I I had a reading with an astrologist, 
And she said to me, you are a natural born healer. Like you don't even need to do anything. You just are. But she said you, and you have been for many lifetimes different in different capacities. And I know this now more. And she said, but you also, you know, were punished for doing this work. And so she said, when you came into this world, you made sure that you were not going to open up that Pandora's box again with your Virgo, Virgo, Capricorn astrology. Like you were grounded. You were not, you know, not going to be called weird or woo woo. But she's like, that's not what your soul is calling you. And so I'll never forget. She said to me, she goes, it's going to take a lot of spiritual gumption for your soul to break through that. Mm. And it has, it has. And I think the biggest like epiphany, I guess I've had during this whole process was stop controlling and just allow it. Because again, the universe is not, the messages are not going to come in to trying to control it. It really needs to be unfiltered to allow it to flow. And so I think surrendering and trusting were, is part of this continuous learning journey for me to do. But that's the biggest thing because I didn't trust. I didn't trust the messages that were coming through. I didn't trust that I had the ability to do what I do um, until I had to fully surrender and say, fine, how can I be of service and let it flow? Yeah, trust is huge, right? It's the, you can say you have it on one end of the stick. And yet if there's even a minuscule amount of doubt on the other end, it won't, it won't work you've got to, and I don't like using the go all in, but you, you really have to just literally tell that other side of your brain or your ego, take a back seat. Like you can come for the ride, but you do not drive this. Mm-hmm. And the trust is something that I work on every day too, because I, I get these downloads and then the doubt creeps in and then I don't take the inspired action that I've been guided to take. And then I wonder why I'm not where I want to be. And yet some things are easier and it's like the path of least resistance will get you there. It's just how fast you want to go. And sometimes that's not up to you. And the other thing that's not up to us is the timeline. Yeah. We in our logical minds or our ego want things to happen in a certain amount of time but human beings are the only ones that operate in a time a linear time frame the spirit world does not operate in a linear time frame and so the spirit world operates in energetic alignment so you can have anything you want when you are in energetic alignment to receive it And the fastest way to get to energetic alignment is surrender and trust. Mm. What's coming in is meant for you. And that is sometimes easier said than done, but that's why it's a daily practice. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's what I say. I'm like, there's no, there's no, this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon, right? And 
And it can be really interesting and really fun if you just let go of that timeline mm-hmm. and be in that present moment and enjoy what's in front of you. I was so caught up in the future. I was future tripping constantly in the beginning of this journey because I wanted to be here. I wanted my business to be here. I want, like, I was always in the future. And so, and I was never reaching where I thought I needed to be because I was missing what was in front of me. I was missing what was in the present moment. I was missing the time that was, you know, time with my family, time with my son, like all of those things, because I was so focused on where I needed to be. And when I let go of all that and went, let's just see what's possible when you just drop in and enjoy the moment. And let me tell you, it's been so fun. And there's been so many great opportunities that have come from it. Opportunities I never even like in my logical mind, never even would have dreamt up are starting to manifest because when you let go, you re- you relax and release. And therefore that's allowing some movement for the universe to deliver those things that you've been asking for, but yeah. you were so had this shield of armor around you. You were almost like repelling it. Yeah. Once you relax into it, guess what happens? And I say that now and my, my ears are ringing. So that's yeah. usually a little sign that. And I've heard so, that so much, right? When, when a lot of women who are on this journey have let go of that resistance, the, exactly like you said, the opportunities show up, the money comes, the abundance comes, the dream, whatever comes because you're, you're so bloody present where you are that you're awake enough to see and awake enough to see the things that are coming in. Cause I was like you as well. It was always what's happening later or future future. And it's like, wait a minute. That's why I'm frustrated because I know my soul wants me to be enjoying where I am and on the flow and not worrying about the future. So, uh, I could talk to you all day, Ashley. Um, but I'm on holidays and you have a busy week. So other than just what you're doing and you're heading to the East Coast soon, what, uh, and I know you're new, doing maybe, and this is what your answer is going to be, but what's lighting you up right now? Like right now, other than obviously just being, um, but is there something that, that's coming on the verge or something that's upcoming that's lighting you up? Definitely the ability to gather with people. And you're right. I, I have a summer series cacao ceremonies that are happening this summer. I did one in Ottawa um, last week, July 12th, and I'm doing one on the East Coast on July 30th. And these cacao ceremonies are so magical. And I mean, Lyon, you can speak yeah. to them because you've attended a couple already. And how these ceremonies came about was guidance from my spiritual team. And I remember, um, and I shared this in, in my most recent circle, but um, I brought cacao into my own personal practice. And, and cacao, if those of you who are not familiar with it, is this beautiful plant-based medicine. And some people will call it like drinking chocolate because it's really rich, it's creamy, but spiritually, it's a beautiful heart opener. So it really helps you deepen into your practice and open your heart because your heart center 
is the center of your intuition is really when you connect into that heart space is when you connect into your divine feminine. And I bring this into ceremony with my healing modalities. And it just created this beautiful sacred container within these ceremonies. And my guide said to me, you're going to now share this with others. And I've never even been to a cacao ceremony myself beyond the ones I've facilitated. So I said to my guides, I'm like, I don't think I'm the right person to do this. I never even been to a ceremony. And they said, exactly. That's why we want you to do it because you're going to do it different. You're going to do it your way. And what I've co-created in this container is something that you'll never experience anywhere else because we are doing um, energy healing and clearing, meditation, journaling, connection and community in a safe and nurturing space. And it's the only offering I do in the in the moment, in the present moment, that is in person. All of my other offerings, as beautiful as they are, are virtual. Um, and this is the only one. And so that really lights me up. Anytime I can connect with women, anytime I can uh, connect at that soul level, because what happens when we connect together, it is a soul to soul connection. It is like this awakening within us that our logical mind can't understand, right? Um, it goes back to these soul contracts that we create before we come here. We are meant to meet and connect with everyone that we connect with on this planet. There's a certain purpose for everything. And there's just this magic that happens when I can connect in community um, with other women. And I do so in, I have a membership as well that's virtual and, and the beautiful connections that take place inside this circle as well, the Savvy Sister Circle. It's unexplainable really because it you you need to feel it to understand what it is because the soul is within the feeling right and once you your soul can feel it and experience it then you'll fully understand what's happening behind the scenes in your own healing journey so that that's what lights me up anytime I can connect with women Yes. And I, and I can definitely attest to when I finally got there um, last week, it was, it was magical and just the location, the sunset. And what I love about it is, is meeting women that it's like, you're not alone. Like sometimes on this journey at the beginning, it's like, am I, is it a midlife crisis? Um, Is it menopause? Like what is, what's wrong with me is what first comes out. And then you realize this is normal. This, well, this is what we're here for, but there's other people on the same journey and coming together. You understand you're not alone. And I love that you've created these spaces and these containers for women to be secure and being able to share what they're feeling at the time. So I love it so much. And I, I, the, the women that are going to be with you uh, on the East coast are so, so, so lucky that they're going to be there. Is there anything else, Ashley, that you'd love to share? Maybe we just share where people can find you, follow you. You mentioned the Savvy Sister Circle, which is um, a great place as well. But just, uh, you know, all the social deets. Yeah. Um, you can come check out my website at sayorsaessentials.ca. And that's spelled S-A-O-R-S-A, essentials.ca. 
And I'm also on Instagram at Ashley McIsaac Butler. And I'm also on Facebook as well. Savvy Sisters with Ashley Mack. Love it. Love it so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your time. So thank you so much for taking the time. And if you have loved this episode as much as I have, make sure that you share when we can all connect uh, with Ashley on social media and wherever she can be found. Thanks again, Ashley, so much. My pleasure. Thank you, Lian. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Ship of Your podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shift Worker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.